the Smash Daily Podcast. Weekdays 4 to 6 on 107.1, the Big Z. Radio for the Riverbend. What is going on, anyone and everyone who might happen to be alive at this particular point in time? Big shout out to those listening in the spirit world. I miss you all. I love you all. Of course, a huge howdy to the High Holy Three and Triple J. I love you. Friday, baby. TGIF. Well, it's going to be a, a big weekend. Everybody doing their Christmas shopping. I'm one of these guys I usually don't go till a couple days, you know, before. But uh, everybody be out Christmas shopping this weekend. Oh, daggone it. It's going to be tough, too. Because they're holding people, you know, only to 25% of the store size and everything. So you might have to wait in line. Gee, can you imagine those lines? But whatever. Got to take care of Christmas. So does this Christmas. Oh, my goodness. I got a situation. Well, wait a minute. <clears throat> no, normally I would turn off the mic and hack, but if the president-elect Joe Biden can do that in a major speech, then no big deal of me just being on the air here, being easy going with you. Smash Daily, WBGZ 107.1 FM, the Big Z. Now before I get to a situation, coming up at five ten. The reindeer running races winner will be drawn. It'll be fantastic. Somebody wins 500 dolarios. Nice. Then at 530, Dean Comer is going to come on in here from Jersey County Fencing Deck. And somebody's going to win that beautiful fire pit for their backyard, for their patio, their deck, whatever the case may be. So we got a couple of big uh, things we're giving up here. 500 bucks, and then this uh, huge fire pit. Fantastic. It's coming up in the 5 o'clock hour. Now, coming up in a little bit, Ed Martin will join in here with some talk about what's going on from the conservative side. And then, I don't know, I may wind up talking to these kids. I may I may not, but we'll see uh, coming up in the latter part. But here's what's going on. A friend of mine, Mr. Wilson, I just called him, is got a situation where you know, he lives in a cul-de-sac. He's got a wonderful house over there, a lovely life, him and his wife. And the guy across the, the cul-de-sac from him has got like seven kids, and they play in the cul-de-sac. And they're all screaming and everything. I think the oldest kid's maybe 12. And they're screaming and having a good time. But Mr. Wilson, being kind of a curmudgeon, has a problem with the kids having a good time. He don't remember when he was a kid trying to have a good time. 
But he's out there, and he considered each one of those kids like Dennis the Menace. Remember Mr. Wilson, who's always mad at the kids on the Dennis the Menace show? Well, it's the same type of situation. Well, the crazy part about it is, I remember when Mr. Wilson was a kid, because he's a longtime good friend of mine. When he was a kid, he was like the kids that are bothering him now, and all of a sudden, he don't understand where the kids are coming from. Mr. Wilson, Mr. Wilson, Mr. Wilson. We'll deal with that in, in a little bit. Oh, excuse me for a second. Ugh. You know, I don't think I'm going to call these uh, hacks anymore. I think I'm going to call them Bidens. Yeah, excuse me, I got to do a Biden. Ugh. Wait till you hear this. This is shumption. And I just found this. I scour a lot of uh, magazines and reading material to come up with content for you. In fact, I have a, a scouring associate. <laughs> she comes up with some, if not most of this stuff anyhow. But listen to this. I find this on the New York Post. Oh, I don't read the New York Post, man. That's a jive-ass magazine. Come on. Listen to this. Jill Biden's, Jill Biden, the FLOTUS, first lady of the United States. We don't know whether to call her doctor or whether to call her Jill or Jilly or Mama J. I don't know. Jill Biden's ex-husband has accused her of having an affair with Joe Biden and says that they lied about how they met in the 1970s. This is what they're calling a huge bombshell new report here. Biden's they've been married since 1977. And they said, you know, publicly that they, they met on a blind date back in 75 after Joe became a widower. My goodness, my goodness. Here's the guy's name, Bill Stevenson. He is the first husband for, for Dr. Jill. He accused the presumptive Democratic president says here, of being a home wrecker and says the feel-good story of how Joe and Jill met on a blind date is completely made up the Daily Mail reported. You ready for this? This is something. Now, Bill Stevenson, Jill Biden's first husband, Joe Biden, her second, says, I don't want to hurt anyone. He's 72 now. He's working on a book, <laughs> of course, that includes the lurid claim. But facts are facts, and what happened, happened is what he says. All right? So his then-wife, Jill Biden, as she's known now, well, Stevenson and Jill, all right, in 1972, they were helping Joe Biden work on his first campaign to represent Delaware in the U.S. Senate. That same year, that's when... Tragedy struck when Biden's first wife and their infant daughter were killed in a car crash. So now Stevenson said he first suspected the affair in 1974. That's when his wife passed. Wait to hear this. That's when Jill passed on meeting a up-and-coming rock star who was set to play at his Delaware club. So this guy Bill Stevenson, who was married to the Flotus, to be... He used to own a club called the Stone Balloon, not the Stone Pony, the Stone Balloon over there in northern New Jersey. And 
Bruce Springsteen before Springsteen exploded. Bruce Springsteen was supposed to play. And oftentimes in the band business, if you're a band that's happening, then you know how it plays in the nightclubs. You get paid ahead of time. There's this guy, Bill Stevenson, has to go to New Jersey to take the money to Springsteen. He says, hey, Jill, you want to come? You going to meet Springsteen? He's kind of a big deal. He's on his way to being a superstar. Why don't you come with me? All right? Boy, this is something. She said, no. Nah, I got things to do. And it's not kind of a big deal to meet Springsteen. But I had no idea, he says, that she and Joe were that kind of friendly because they were kind of like, you know, friends, couples friends, you know. And here is the clincher. This is wild. So Jill says, no, I don't want to go meet Springsteen. I got things to do. I ain't coming. So one of her best friends, this is what Bill Stevenson says, one of her, Jill, one of her best friends told me she thought Joe and Jill were getting a little too close. And, you know, he was surprised that the friend would even come to him with that. Couple months later, listen to this. Bill Stevenson got all the evidence he needed when he was told that his wife Jill had been in a fender bender in her car while Biden was behind the wheel. I was at work, says Bill, and a guy came in and said, Do you own a brown Corvette? Well, when I first read this, uh, who owns a brown Corvette? Are you kidding me? I've never seen a brown Corvette. Do you own a brown Corvette? He said, back in May, this guy told Stevenson, it had crunched his bumper. Not Stevenson's, but the guy. It had crunched his bumper, and they told him to get an estimate, and he never heard back from them. <laughs> That's what happened to me. In fact, about a year ago. Unbelievable. Some old lady just rear-ended me. Even the cops came and everything. And then, gone. Anyway, Bill Stevenson says, wait a minute. Who is they who said they wanted to get an estimate? Who is they? And the guy whose car got wrecked into said, funnily enough, Senator Biden was driving. That's when this guy, Bill Stevenson, figured everything out. Because everybody who meets Mrs. Biden falls in love with her. She's a nice lady. Hard not to, even uh, Bill Stevenson said. But that's when he knew that uh, she was cheating on him with Senator Joe. So he's saying don't believe that publicity that they had a blind date in 1975 and they fell in love off the blind date. Mm-mm. That ain't the way it happened. This is in the New York Post today. And the crazy part about it is, I don't disbelieve it. I don't know if it's true, but I don't disbelieve it. Because you don't know what's true or not anymore. But I do not disbelieve this. That is an amazing story to me. Because these people, they all play like everything's wonderful. My goodness, what an idyllic life that we were able to get together. Almost... Like these kids nowadays who get online and, and meet somebody. They say, what's wrong with that? Nothing wrong with that. My two nieces 
are married to guys that they met online. One's a big-time businessman in Chicago, another's a heart surgeon. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I guess you could meet various people online. My son is married to a beautiful girl. They met online. And there are a couple of big-time professionals in, in their realm of vocationality. So, anyway, that's what the story is on the first lady to be. Well, Smash, why are you passing these kind of rumors? I ain't passing rumors. I'm reporting the news. Well, that news is phony. Bingo. Ain't it all. Anyway, that's what's going on there. Hey, other than that, I got to wish you Merry Christmas, as is always the case in December. I play a song to open up and a song to close, Smash Daily, of a Christmas nature. If you would, please, one of the most beautiful Christmas songs. When I say beautiful, I'm talking about the melody of the song. Words are all right. But the melody of the song is just sweet. And this is Wham! It's George Michael and his crew. This is a beautiful song. You're digging it right here on WBGZ 107.1 FM, the big Z. Smash Daily, baby. Wishing you a Merry Christmas.
digging the smash right here. Smash Daily. WBGZ 107.1 FM. Wishing you a Merry Christmas. Ed Martin's coming up next. Dig the smash. The Smash Daily Podcast. SmashDaily.com. You know if you're hearing Trini Lopez. It's Ed Martin time, baby. Martin time. Eduardo, how you doing, partner? I'm doing great. Great to be with you, Smash <laughs> Man. I love that song. Thank that you for good, introducing me to that and entertaining me. So great to be with you. Yes, exciting, yeah. exciting times. Christmas is coming around oh, the corner. Yeah. I love Christmas. Let me throw this at you real, real quick. That's yep. Trini Lopez. And I'm thinking uh, to myself, you know how Jennifer Lopez is J-Lo? <laughs> Would we yeah. call him T-Lo? T-Lo, why not? Or why not? Tri- maybe Trilo. Oh, Tree-Lo, that's even know. better. T-Lo's going to go all the way Trilo and see if we can make, maybe get a tree deal for him. Of course, you know, I, I hate to do this, but you know he died what? in the last six months of I COVID. Know, I know, I know. I know. He's like 82. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's a good run, of course. I mean, yeah. you know, you get 82 years in, but still, it's uh, that's too bad. That was, um, that was that, I was, uh, as I said, you introduced me to him and then I, I lost him already. I yeah. didn't get a chance to get to know him. So yeah. anyway, here we are. Here we are. Well, you know, Charlie Pride just died about a week ago of COVID. Also, he was like 86 or something like that. Yeah. Man. Yeah. 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 You know, uh, I, man, I got kids, my kids are young smashing, uh, and really it, it's pretty darn clear. Young people, they may get sick, but they don't die from it. But old people, right. it's really a rough one. I, you know, it's mm-hmm. it, it, it is uh, it's no joke. Anybody that says it's the flu mm-hmm. is not paying attention. Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean, I, I hope it doesn't kill. Uh, you know, I, I'm not saying it's as bad as some people say, but it's not the flu. So yeah. people should be careful. Yeah, you know, I had a doctor on the air one time, and I asked him just bluntly, "What kind of death is this? Is this a violent death? Is it you're gasping for air? Is it all of a sudden boom, you're out?" And he evaded the answer, man. So I don't even know what kind of death this is. I don't know if people are, you know, losing their lung capacity and all this. Uh, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think that's right. I mean, I think, first of all, I mean, not, I mean we shouldn't get that too down into it. I like to talk politics. But if you get on a ventilator, you're in big trouble, right? Yeah. So that's not a good place to be. You don't get off a ventilator. Yeah. You know, my wife is a doctor. So, so mm. but I think you're right about how it's not, it's not like one of these movies where you're like, writhing around or anything but yeah. it is that's what happens you a lot of people that are weaker you know comorbidities or age what they end up doing is their heart gives out or yeah. or their respiratory just gives out and yeah. so i don't think it's necessarily painful but it it is actually hard part is it does take people you know 82 year old also going like yeah. everything's fine and then bammo because your body just can't fight it off right. and, and by the way that the history of this is, is different than 
Like the Spanish flu, one of the things that was crazy, older people seemed to have immunity, not immunity, but had a, a ability to, their, their immune system was yeah. more tired. Right. Young people got Spanish flu, and they 15-year-old, they die in an hour because hmm. somehow your your immune system was like overdrive, like I'm young, I'm strong, I'll beat this, and mm-hmm. your body just kind of churned itself up. So wow. it's, a, it's a weird deal, man. It's weird. I did not know that. Let me yeah. um, let me put this out real, real quick because I was looking at the Pro-America report. Like yeah. you send it every morning. If somebody wanted to jump in this Pro-America report because we want to get into it in just a second here, what's yeah. the procedure? Yeah, best deal, go to ProAmericaReport.com. And ProAmericaReport.com, sign up there. Just give me your email address. You don't pay anything. I don't sell your email address. So just ProAmericaReport.com. I told you, Smash, I'm huge in Japan. 2,000 people in Japan have gone to ProAmericaReport.com and signed up. And then, of course, they get this every morning. At my time, it's 8 8 o'clock East Coast, 7 o'clock in in Alton, Illinois, in the morning. In yeah. in uh, Japan, it's like seven at night, and That's people right. were responding, and they're practicing their English and all. It's it's crazy. But anyway, just go to proamericareport.com, sign up, and like you said, there's a lot of there's a lot of good in there, and uh, and no charge, no nothing. You speak Japanese, man? No, no, I don't. No, no, I don't. I just I'm speak a... the language of love. I just speak the language of love. No, they, everybody, they speak, they speak Japanese to me. I mean, they speak English. They most of them speak English and, and write back in English. It's pretty cool. All right. Well, I'm gonna give you a Japanese term, and you uh, run this, Adam. Uh, <laughs> And, yeah. and this comes from the band Sticks, and it's uh-huh. simply Domo Arigato, Mr. <laughs> Robato. Uh, yeah, I don't know that one. I don't mm. know. That's not my one. That's not, that's not one I know, Smash. But, uh, but I can talk politics. Okay, talk let's politics, talk politics. <laughs> one of the, uh, the, the, the first thing you see when you go to the Pro-America Report, nice uh, little paragraph from you. If you haven't started compiling a mental list of election fraud yet, Give it a try. You'll probably be having a conversation or two about it this Christmas. Why not be ready with facts? Once you got the facts, be willing to share them with others. Encourage conservatives, you know, to stand strong. Right. Say that in uh, in radio speak to those who are, are listening well, here. Well, you know, here's the thing. Yeah. Here's what I'd say. There's a lot of hits on the election fraud question. There's a yeah. lot of real serious stuff. And it doesn't seem like we're hearing about it. So right. you got to kind of go read about it. When it first, when the election first happened, they said, well, 800 dead dudes uh, uh, in Detroit voted. Well, that's not enough to flip Michigan. That's not all that there's been. There's been, you know, 30,000 illegal aliens that were registered to vote in, in Arizona. They mm-hmm. found that. Mm-hmm. You know, there's all these. So what I'm, my point here is we can't, we can't wait for the media. They're not telling us everything. They right. want us to move along. Yeah. And so... You know, in fact, uh, uh, Smash, one of the best resources, and I don't know if you've been there yet, it's called the Epic Times, E-P-O-C-H. Yes, yes it Times. is. It's yes. St- yeah, st- started in America yeah. by Chinese uh, dissidents that hated what the communists were doing in China, but as a guy that was at Georgia Tech, and they just they just compile stuff. And so mm-hmm. they, on the front of their page, they got a list, Wisconsin, and they got all their court cases and all. And my thing is, you, we got to get ourselves informed. I, again... Smash. I ran the election board in St. Louis City, 0506. Right. I know enough about this. I was a candidate a couple times. There's something smelly here. There's something not right. Mm-hmm. People got to figure out for themselves what they see and hear, and then we got to see what happens in the next three or four weeks, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. Oh. Let's go to some uh, points here, and these are WYNK, what you ought to know, more or less. All yeah, right? What, right. what you now know. What you, now, what what you, you need to know. What you what need you to know. Drop the two. Okay. Uh, so, what you need to know. Right. The wink. Here, Here's the headline, man. Go go off on it uh, as you will. Seattle yep. politician—because I, I, I saw this, man, and I couldn't even believe it. Seattle politician who wants to defund the police yep. called 
911 amid a crime that she uh, once uh, uh, yeah. that was happening to her, and now she wants some sort of crime. Le- what is the whole story on this girl? Well, I mean, look, this is this has happened a couple times in the last six or eight months. The, the defund the police movement is started by politicians and backed by these leftists, and then the politicians end up in a jam. You know, in mm-hmm. fact, just a few hours ago, I found out that Congressman Paul Gosar from Arizona, who's been one of the leaders, saying get to the bottom of all this stuff. He got he got uh, Capitol Police protection 24 hours a day because they're threatening him. So yeah. so what happened in this case up in Seattle is somebody says, yeah, defund the police. We'll cut them back. We, we need more social workers, all that stuff. And then all of a sudden, some 911 call comes in and says, um, I, I, somebody's got to stop these people. You know, everybody says, all the left says, hey, wouldn't it be nice if the people that were committing crimes were better understood? Maybe they had a tough childhood. I saw that sounds that, yeah. good. That sounds yeah. good until somebody's got a gun in your face exactly. or they're stealing your car. And then exactly. you want just someone with a big gun to say, hey, I'm the cops. Yeah. Stop these guys. Yeah, exactly right. I was uh, talking to uh, a politician one day, and uh, he was talking about, you know, the— and I'm not saying I'm a huge gun advocate because guns are, when used for protection or hunting, if that's uh, what you do, which is allowed, okay, but uh, you don't know what the ferocity of the situation is until you have that gun pointed in your face. That has happened to me, man, and you want to talk about a scare. Holy macaroni. So, anyway, I just wanted the folks to know about this because they were just all over the place on defund the police, especially up there in Seattle. And now they're calling the police to help them and everything. Let's go to this. This is wild, man. What you need to know. Mm-hmm. Virginia churches could face a $100,000 fine if they do not hire non-Christian employees. What in the world is that? Well, you know, this is this is one of the things I'd say it more broadly to smash. You know, okay. some of the folks that are, are getting into power state level, maybe in the federal level if Biden gets in, mm-hmm. they just have a real antipathy to what used to be sort of American thing. You know, you go all the way back, uh, de Tocqueville came to America and, and he described what he saw, you know, at the founding era. And he said, mm-hmm. there's all these associations and churches. Americans love to be in the JCs and the Kiwanis and all these clubs, right? They get together and, and a big part of them is churches. People, the left doesn't like that. So they're targeting these things and saying, you know, and it's been going on for years, by the way, uh, a couple of famous cases out of yeah. Missouri to say, you know, can a Lutheran church hire its own people that have Lutheran positions? And yeah. that, that went to the Supreme Court. Ultimately, they won. So I, I think, you know, look, the little sisters of the poor, I mean, nuns, were told Obamacare requires you to pay for abortion and pay, pay for contraception. They're like, uh, we prefer not to do that. That's not our thing. And they were told, no, no, you have to. So that's what's going on in some of these places. And, and more importantly now, the pandemic is an excuse for people to uh, to um, – to not quite uh, to, to not see what the powers that be are doing, they make an excuse and say we got to lock sure. everything down. Right. Well, you know, uh, as someone said, the strip clubs are open, but the the, the, the churches are closed. Right. I mean, this is getting a little crazy. <laughs> right, exactly. Let's go to this one uh, right here, and that is Hunter Biden left four hundred thousand dollars off his two thousand fourteen income tax return. A false return was filed. What's all that about, man? Well, I mean, there's a couple levels of this one. Now yeah. now the Biden campaign, the, the Joe Biden campaign has acknowledged that there's that, that that their son that his son Hunter Biden is under investigation. Mm. Now, if you know a little bit about the law and you know if you think about it, you'll say, Okay, like there's some of the big uh, entertainment stars that they get in trouble for tax evasion. Yeah. 
because tax evasion is easier for the feds to look at. They say, right. did you have money that you weren't supposed to have, that you didn't report? Oh, now we got our, our, our nose under the tent. Mm-hmm. Al Capone went to jail for taxes. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was that wasn't his main uh, mm-hmm. business, right? So what we now have is the admission that Hunter Biden was actually is in trouble, didn't report taxes, uh, didn't report money. And the question now is, what's the money, you know, <laughs> It looks like it came from the Chinese and the uh, and the um, uh, and the uh, uh, maybe the the uh, Ukrainians or Ukrainians, whoever. Yeah, so right. now you got to pull the string and get to the bottom of it. And here's mm-hmm. the thing: it's crazy, Smash. I mean, this is really crazy. In the months before the election, all the Biden supporters and 50 intelligence officials, you know, retired, came out and said. This doesn't look real. It looks like Russian disinformation. Yeah. Either those guys were lying or they're idiots. Mm. And now we know it was true. And what would the American people have done if you knew that Hunter Biden was being investigated for having too much money from somewhere that yeah. he didn't pay taxes on right. before the election? You I just got to wonder. And, and I, I really think the media and the powers that be buried that one because it was so bad. Yeah. And now Biden, if he's president, is going to deal with his son on the hot seat. With the Chinese, I mean, it's an it's a, it's like out of a movie, you know. Yeah, and one last thing here, uh, you got to, as you always do, you got a picture of the president Donald Trump here. Quote: All time stock market high. The vaccine and the vaccine rollout are getting the best of reviews. Moving along really well. Get those shots, everyone. Also, stimulus talks are looking very very good. So, you know, I, I'm I understand what these guys do, and I understand the play and everything, but you know what? When Biden comes into office, if I guess everything goes smooth for him here, when Biden comes into office, they're going to play it like the vaccine rolled in because of Biden. But it didn't. It rolled in because of Trump's efforts, no matter how bad they made him look on this deal. Same thing as far as the vaccine is concerned. Same thing as the stock market is concerned. So how in the world does the president make himself look right for the right things that he did when these guys are getting ready to just yeah, I mean, mobilize like, like, You know, Terrible. life is never fair, right, Smash? I mean, yeah, we've got this point. in our whole good life. Point. We always good have point. some time we say, wait, I did yeah. that and it didn't work out or whatever. So I'm not yeah. sure how he claims that. I mean, you know, I, I you know, the, the Operation Warp Speed is almost a miracle. Uh, but, I mean, look, that's always kind of uh, – the bigger question to me is I think that um, – if Biden takes over as president, I think Trump left the fundamentals of the economy actually in good, good shape. Yeah. And it's going to explode because once we get through this COVID thing and people start getting back, all the right things are in the right ways. And, and uh, so I think Biden's going to get credit for that. That happens all the time. Yeah. So that, that's um, a good point. Oh, you know, uh, uh, Obama inherited the worst economy. Everything had crashed. But in some ways, there's no way but up. So he actually benefited from being at the bottom. You know, yeah. he, he kind of rode the thing up. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think that. The more interesting question for me is a couple of the fundamentals that really, I think, made us strong are, are, are things that Biden says he'll reverse. Mm. So he says he's going to stop building the wall yeah. and he's going to stop enforcing immigration laws because it's too rough. Well, that was something that helped uh, hold the, the, the wages up because yeah. there was less people flooding in. Right. The second one is with China, the communist regime. Trump slapped tariffs, big tariffs. Everybody, even Republicans said, tariffs will trade war, it'll be terrible. Turns out it was really good for us. It evened it out. It got China on their heels. If Joe Biden reverses that because he says, oh, we want the markets more open or flowing, it'd be a surprise. I don't know how he does it. Those two things have helped us a lot. And then, hey, one sleeper issue smash that all your listeners should care about. Come on. Um, 
even Obama did not trust the teachers unions. Obama yeah. said the teachers unions right. were bullies. Right. Joe Biden has already said he's going to do what the teachers union wants. He's uh, he's signaling that. I, I think one of the real touchstones in this country is how badly the public schools have failed in terms of getting back to school and virtual. Right. And, and Joe Biden's making all the noises that he's going to stick with the teachers unions. And I think that's a huge error. So we'll see what happens. Right. Uh, one last thing. Uh, I'm looking at the Pro-America Report, the Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. And do you have so, so, something like a swag sh- sh- shop or something? What, what yeah, you got yeah. Going? well, I mean, you know, Phyllis was not – <laughs> she's got a couple things, Phyllis Schlafly, because she lived up the hill there in Alton, yeah. up in Fairmont. And, yeah. uh, and she, she – in the 1960s, she developed a beautiful pin. She actually designed it herself. So the Eagle pin, you could buy that. that That's is. about the swaggiest thing we got. Mostly what we got is books. She was a prolific writer. Uh-huh. I've followed in her footsteps a little bit. So if you go to phyllisschlafly.com, there's some really great books. And for folks, they're interesting subjects, you know, on the Cold War, on the history of the Republican Party. If yeah. you're into pro-life, there's things there. So it's a good, uh, it's a good one. Uh, uh, and and we, we're, not, we're not a publisher. We're not making money on the books. We're trying to spread the word. So right they're on. usually pretty good prices. I said Martin right there. And I tell you what. He's the president of the Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. That's a smart dude to his cause. I salute you, buddy, and I appreciate you being a part of this all this year here. And if by chance I don't talk to you before Christmas, Merry Christmas to you. And, of course, uh, happiest New Year's, man. God bless you. It's been a great year, and uh, Merry Christmas to you and your great listeners. Right on. Here we go now. This land is your land. Where you's at? On 1071 The Big Z. Radio for the Riverbend. Smash with you right here. It's about 10 till 5 right now. Coming up in the 5 o'clock hour, if you are part of the reindeer running races thing that we've been doing all these years here on WBGZ, somebody wins $500 at 510. Coming up at 530, my man, Dean Comer, owner of Jersey County Fence and Deck. We're going to draw. Somebody wins that fire pit coming up in the five o'clock hour and by the way if you want a great christmas gift for somebody somebody does a lot of handyman type of work the gift of a tool all right the gift of a tool check it i know but you know people love i love to get a new hammer i love to get a new saw I love to get a new drill getting new drill bits whatever the case may be some saw horses i don't know whatever Project builders want, but don't forget the gift of tools and don't forget they're all available to you right there on Shamrock in East Alton. Been there since 1941. Fisher Lumber, F-I-S-C-H-E-R, FisherLumber.com. It's the most wonderful time of the year With the kids jingle belling and everyone telling you be of good cheer It's the most wonderful time of the year It's the happiest season of all 
holiday greetings and gay happy meetings when friends come to call. It's the happiest season of all. There'll be parties for hosting, marshmallows for toasting, and caroling out in the That's sun. Andy Williams right there. I hear that song. You know, it's just uplifting as far as the holiday season is concerned. But I remember as a kid watching the Andy Williams show, and you'd have the Osmond brothers just sitting around him, and everything was happy, you know? Used to have some, you know, like colorful sweater on. I mean, he wore the colorful sweaters on the Andy Williams show way before Bill Cosby wore them on uh, whatever the name of that show was. You know, he might be uh, out of jail in 2021, but that's a different story. Uh, so, anyway. I used to love Andy Williams. He was just a, you know, big body type of singer, but it was smooth, you know? That is the most wonderful time of the year. It's about the blessing of the birth of the Lord Jesus. Came to save everybody. It's the most wonderful time of the year. But you know what? This is a tough time of the year, especially this year. Tough time of the year. So you make wonderful have a different definition because you can still have wonderful, maybe just not like it used to be, but you can still have wonderful. However, I totally understand because I got blessed with employment this year and a lot of people lost their employment this year. So I'm just glad to be here. I'm glad to be here for and with you. It's a tough situation when you think about, you know, various folks being unemployed. And it's wild when you think of these folks running into financial difficulty, being unemployed at Disney World. We've seen people line up for food donations throughout this pandemic, but what you're seeing here is particularly bad timing. Thousands of theme park workers have been laid off, and as they're losing their paycheck, one critical food donation resource is suddenly disappearing just when they need it most. You want to show your favorite ornament? Amanda Johnson and her husband made a living creating magic, but their fairy tale ended when they were furloughed from the Walt Disney World Resort. Months later, even after Florida parks reopened, Johnson was laid off. One of 32,000 U.S. Disney employees expected to lose their jobs by March. I feel like drowning here, and it's just the worst thing. People come here to have a good time, and we're all suffering. One of their three children has autism and epilepsy. Thinking about... Like one hospital visit would almost like bankrupt you. She says she's making food deliveries just to be able to give the kids a Christmas. And soon they'll be hard-pressed to pay the mortgage. What do you want for Christmas? Former employees of Disney, Universal, SeaWorld, and others are on both sides of this line receiving donations and volunteering, too. We were focused on the members, and we started out feeding 200 families, and it ballooned into 2,000. These artists who used to perform for theme park guests are now entertaining each other. And cheering up is a necessity when these boxes represent less than 10% of the food that used to be available, according to the Society of St. Andrew. Farmers they work with had funding from the federal Farm to Families program to get fresh food into boxes and delivered to food banks. But that money ran out sooner than expected. 
What keeps me up at night is that child that will go to bed hungry. In an area whose lifeblood is tourism, the trickle-down effect on other jobs is apparent, as motels are now filled not with out-of-towners, but with the unemployed, like Jose Cruz, who lost his job at Home Depot. The majority of people do work in these theme parks, and if they're not buying appliances and they're not buying things from Home Depot, then I don't have a job to deliver anything to these people. Theme parks may be suffering, but the success of Disney's streaming service, Disney Plus, has sent Disney stock to its all-time high. Meanwhile, for park employees, that's where my Disney journey ends for now. They echo Disney CEO Bob Chapek's optimism around the vaccine, hoping guests and work will one day return like magic. Like magic. My goodness. That's tough to hear. I know everybody got a, you know, a sad touch to their particular life right now because of the COVID and everything. But that's sad to hear on the Disney side right there, man. And that's supposed to be the most magical magical place in the world. Magic is G-O-H-N gone. So gone it was not even there. Hmm. It's the most wonderful time of the year. That means you've got to make it the most wonderful time of the year, no matter what your situation is. So if you can't spend, I'm just pulling some figures out of the air. If you can't spend $1,000 on everybody for Christmas, tell them, hey, all I got is 250 bucks. Some of you. We ain't going to have presents at Christmas. But the ultimate presence is your present in their lives. You are the present. And when you can figure that out, that is definitely the most just wonderful time of the year. So think along those lines. If you got a problem going, I mean, I know. I know. See, people don't know because I got to be the happy-go-lucky smash. And I am. But people don't know. And for the most part, they don't need to know. Just carry on. Just be cool. Because it's the most wonderful time of the year. It's the most wonderful time of the year. There will be much mistletoeing and hearts will be glowing when loved ones are near. 